more about co-housing with Lynn Morstead and Kelly Soika. Co-housing Houston is a multi-generational, community-minded group of people who share the values of connection and sustainability. We're developing the first co-housing project in Texas, and we're really glad you found us today. Well, hello. We have a special guest. I have a special guest because Lynn isn't here. So this is Kelly and I have a special guest today. I have one of our members, Phil Berry. Hi, Phil. Hey, Kelly. Hey. So Phil has agreed to come back to uh, to record a quick podcast because he has been doing some work for our community that I think will be of interest to other forming groups and also to people who are just co-housing curious. Like, how do we organize ourselves um, with, uh, in kind of this quasi-digital and real-life world. So Phil has been tasked, <laughs> voluntold in our community <laughs> to, to please take a look at different platforms and how are we going to do the things that we need to do once we all move in. Um, so Phil, do you want to say why you were you were tapped on the shoulder for this? A little yeah, bit my... Uh... I retired from the oil field about 10 years ago, but in the last jobs I was in was very IT heavy. Mm -hmm. Did a lot of uh, lot of integration projects, software assessment kinds of things. And um, so I just sort of fall into the IT role of most organizations that I'm involved in. Um, I was, I, you know, my first big project, in fact, that's how I got back into uh, co-housing after stepping away for a while was... Um, the group was looking for an IT service provider to provide internet internet at the at the property, and that was just in my wheelhouse. So as, I wasn't even a member or even a an explorer at the time. I'd, I I sort of my explorer time had had expired, mm -hmm. but I came in as a sort of a, an unpaid consultant, if you will, <laughs> to uh, review IT you know ISP options, you know provider options, and look at different approaches that we might use. And so, you know, once you get a hat, like something like that, all things IT seems to come my way. And it's true. <laughs> and, and this, then this just falls right into my realm. Um, I've done, I did a lot of this. In fact, um, you, you know, as a, for my church um, for, for several years, um, looking after a very similar type of thing and how you organize a church operation. Yeah. Volunteers um, and people who right. have kind of similar activities too, like meals and. Yeah. Exactly. And so um, I already had the basis for doing all this. And so it was just was a great fit to fall in. Nice. Fall in well, the other thing that I think recommends you for this is that that I don't know that Phil would include this in his professional background, but that when I was like, well, you know, sometimes I just think a post-it on a wall is the best way to go. And Phil was like, yeah, sometimes it is. And I was like, oh, woo, hello, you are <laughs> right mix. <laughs> yeah, I fell into that trap a long time ago of getting too in love with technology for technology's sake. Yeah. <laughs> and I really like the simple simplest approach. And sometimes uh paper and pencils the easy is the best approach. You know, Excellent. it's it's fast, it's easy, everybody knows how to use it. But <laughs> you know, also there's other times when it's not. Yes. You know, that you need you need you need to be open to all options and not just just charge down a thing just because I think it's cool. <laughs> well, so in lieu of just buying a you know a stack of post its and and a bunch of pens and throwing them in the common house um, at Causing Houston, we have decided to move forward with some sort of platform that would 
allow us to integrate all of our community activities and facilitate communication among members. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today is like the things that he's looked at, what's out there, and um, and then where, which direction we're heading in. But I thought it would be useful maybe also to say what we've done so far, because we've been um, in you know operation now as a forming causing group for over five years. So we have a pretty well-developed um, <laughs> mix of things that we use. So I was like, Phil, do you want to tell us? And he's like, oh, you, you go down this road. So I'm going to start it. And then Phil, if I forget things, fill me in. So we use a bunch of different stuff. We store our documents digitally. Um, we have a Dropbox account that we use um, originally so that people could both access it from the uh, GDoc platform and then Word users also could use it, though that functionality has gone away as time's gone on. Um, we use Google Groups to group together some emails. We use Facebook to um, post some events, uh, both internally and externally. We use all kinds of platforms for, I'm trying to think of what else, like for, uh, well, we use Zoom, obviously, as our as this. We always oh, use WhatsApp <laughs> for, right. for other communication. Yeah, we have really a hodgepodge of stuff. Um, so it takes some time for new people to really figure out where things are and where things are posted. So one of the criteria, I think, Phil, that you looked at was to try to have something that was more central. Is that right? Yes. I mean, it's, I mean, it's typical. I mean, as groups, you know, the, the focus is different, you know, when you start out an organization, um, co-housing was, you know, what do we do? And you, you use what's available and, um, now, you know, the, uh, the initial, there's a different profile of the people who are there and who, who likes what piece and how they like to communicate and what kinds of things. And it's kind of up in the air and open and it has, time goes on we get a better understanding of what's needed what works what doesn't and you know everybody sort of knows how, where everything is but newcomers um are like well where is this where is that yeah and so this is a great time as we get close to uh moving in to start getting all get bring up bring all of these different pieces into one spot um pardon the cliche a one-stop shop mm -hmm. where we can bring all this sort of stuff together um, just to make it easier to come, to come, uh, for everybody to access. And then did you make a list of like the criteria of like, not the criteria, but like the, the things that, you know, we're going to need to be able to do. So like, like I want to be able to post something that says I need a half an avocado. Does anyone have one? Or I also though would love to get a digital bill <laughs> for my, yeah. my well, meal. So like, did you make well, a list of those things? Well, I did, <laughs> but you know, it was, I didn't know what I didn't know. I actually relied on um, several of the, a couple of the other, the members like, like Kelly here, um, who had experience with co housing because I didn't know what all the extra bits were that, um, that might need to be done because what I didn't want to do was just sort of come in with what my impression of what might be done and find something that met, you know, three quarters of, because it, it just that wasn't, I wasn't aware of. Yeah. And so actually, I, I actually spent a bit of time talking to, um, you know, existing, you know, get, understanding my own experience, what what I was looking for, plus what other members were looking for, plus people with actual co-housing experience. Um, and they, there were a couple of things that I hadn't thought of. Uh, I don't have my list in front of me right now, but there were some things on there that weren't on my list that, it, that I was able to add to it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll slip into business speak. I needed a set of requirements. So mm-hmm. I knew, so I, from there I could build and, you know, I could then find the product that met everybody's needs. Cause yeah. I always want to do something once I don't ever want to build it, you know, do something and then have to rip it all out and put something new in. Well, that's like, hard. Cause I think one of our criteria too, is that our, all of our members be able to access it reasonably. And so, and we have a very wide range of ages and and technical experience in our group. So you kind of had to make it so that it was te- uh, robust enough that the more technical people could make it, you know, bow to their will, but then also that the least technical people would be able to access it. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, um, you know, so with that in mind, I mean, I, I went out looking at a bunch of options because it just... Um, with that, like, like you said, I started looking at anything, not mm-hmm. knowing what was out there. I just sort of started looking around. Uh, first thing I went to, you mentioned Google docs and Google, Google groups earlier. I'm very familiar with Google. Um, mm-hmm. the church where I used to volunteer and do this kind of work. Um, uh, they have Google for nonprofits. And mm-hmm. so they have everything in Google, in Google, the, uh, Google's office suite that does this mm-hmm. buildings, rooms, assignments, calendars, bulletin boards, everything's there. Um, but, you know, that's, you know, that there, there'd be a lot of work setting it up and maintaining it because okay. um, it's, you know, it's a, it's a tool for any business. Yeah. Um, so I went to the next kind of places I was looking for. I said, it's, it's going to sound weird. But it was our church's uh, church organizing site. Okay, um, there's because, there are platforms for that that are like specific. Oh yeah, they're they're okay. built specifically around church organization, and they have every and again they have everything we need we would need, and that they have calendars, volunteers, forms, website, the, even the even our public facing website, everything's there. It has all the organization. They build it. They support it. They have all the bits and pieces that we need. Um, there'd be a little bit more, um, building and maintenance on it, but the one I'm familiar with is very, very well, very easy to use. Mm -hmm. Um, problem is they only work for churches. I mean, (laughs) they're, they're a, uh, a church based organization. Their core values, um, are specifically to support churches in their ministries. Um, so they don't, uh, they wouldn't be available to us as a, as a provider. They'd say, thank you very much. We like, even, even if they love co-housing, yeah. we're not a church. So they would not be, um, it's like Goldie, would... Goldilocks, like, and then where did you go next? Goldilocks right. <laughs> too, too big, too small. Well, or not available at all. And then, right. And so finally, I mean, in over the course of time doing, you know, multiple meetings with, uh, the larger co-housing groups across mm-hmm. the U S um, I found out about, you got the name of two other sites that are built to spec. I mean, they are specifically built for um, co-housing organizations. And what are those um, two? Um, yeah, the, the two big ones, uh, the two ones that came to mind were are, uh, uh, Gather mm-hmm. and Mosaic. Okay. Ooh, lovely. Um, names. <laughs> uh, the names. The, um, you can look, you know, I don't, the, you can, anybody's interested could look those things up, but anyway. Yeah. Well, I'll put them in the show notes, Phil, so people can link to them. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. You, okay. Um, so Gather, and to be honest, Gather was the first one I looked at. It was simpler, um, very easy. Um, a large portion of our, uh, uh, our community, our uh, technology shy. I wouldn't say nobody's a Luddite, nobody's anti-technology or anything, yeah. but a lot of people, they just, they just don't do it much. And, um, 
the simplicity of uh, Gather really appealed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very nice. It's well supported. Does everything we need. Um, but it um, there was a, kick, a hiccup. It they use Google to authenticate and log in, and so everybody, most of our members have a, a Gmail kind of a log, uh, email address. But oops, sorry about that. But those who don't uh, would have to get yet another Gmail account, yeah. another email account to mess with. And so I said that, let me look back at Mosaic. Um, now, Mosaic, um, I've heard a lot more from the other co-housing communities. Mosaic gets lots and lots of rave reviews. Mm-hmm. I was a little leery of it because it covers everything <laughs> that, a, <laughs> that a co-housing group can use. And so it is a little daunting. Okay. There is lots and lots of stuff. There's probably, uh, there's easily a dozen, maybe 15 different uses in there of things that you can do. I mean, like, you know, not, and it's got all the basics, um, you know, okay, email so, roster, but. Okay. Email roster, booking dinners, booking dinners, booking, okay. uh, com, uh, the, booking, rooms. Guest, booking rooms in the guest room. Um, okay. But it add, it adds extra stuff like vehicle tracking. So some communities have uh, shared vehicles. It yeah. adds to that. We don't have that, um, but it adds that. It has ways of tracking volunteer work as people work on projects oh, around the thing. Okay, so you can track volunteer hours on it. You can track volunteer hours. It it tracks thing um, local reviews. You know, these like oh here's a good plumber. Here's a good restaurant around the corner That's kind of cool. thing. I kind of like that, Phil, because like we'll all have the same, you know, like we'll all have the same windows. So like if I want to get my window sash repaired, it'd be nice to like know who else had their window sash repaired or whatever. You know, that's exactly. But all this being said, there's and so you want to, yeah, maybe as many as twenty of these modules that are available. And I was just like, wow, that's a lot. It's going to be scary. (laughs) But I got a demo account, got able to log in, and we can turn those off and on as we need. So if anything's too much, we don't use it. We turn it off. Excellent. And then if the need comes up, we turn it back on. Okay. And and we can add as we come in to go. And uh, so it's um, so we we set I settled on that one. Um, it's very um, I've and as you mentioned earlier, some of our our least technically um, plugged in members. Mm-hmm. I actually reached out to them first. Oh, good. And asked them to have a look. Get, got them a login and say, just tell me what you think. Can you, you know, no technical reviews. It, can you figure it out? Is it easy to use? Is it, yeah. is it attractive? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, do you like it? And yeah. it was positive from everybody. Good. It's not intimidating or scary or anything. Or complex or just too complex. Like sometimes or too complex. It's, it, it feels like a good, I just am like, ugh, why are, why am I being asked to give all of this information? You don't know. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I just get fatigue. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And I think, and I think there's your fatigue. That's a good word. Um, I like that concept because right now I get fatigued a lot trying to keep up with all the bits and pieces. I would like to have one spot where yeah. I can go and find, well, where are the minutes of this meeting or where is the, the thing or who's doing this or where's the next, where's this party going to be? Same. And being able to, and even social events. And I mean, right now, all the tools that we have are mostly for uh, focused on, if you will, the business of uh, yeah. our business kind of stuff, you know, meetings and, you know, you know, information sessions. But there's sometimes you just want to talk, you know, hey, can I borrow the other day someone needed a uh, one of our members needed to borrow a shop back. 
Yes. And so she sent out a general meeting. And so then you go back to text to, to who can or who doesn't have a shop back kind of thing. This could be one kind of place where everybody, you know, you need that. It all comes here. Yeah, I really like that. I, I also like the idea of kind of siloing co-housing information in my brain in one place, because sometimes I'll see th something float across on Facebook and I think like, oh, I want to remember that later. And then, you know, when later comes, I can't remember where on which, you know, which of the communication channels, where did I see that? So it'd be great to have it all in one place and right. just be able to go find. So do either of these have an app, either Gather or Mosaic, or are they both? Uh, they do not. They do not. Okay. No, I mean, the, the like I said, the church site that I mentioned earlier does. Mm -hmm. um, and that is a big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, the thing about, uh, both mosaic and gather is that they are, uh, they are built as labors of love, um, for, to people supporting co the co-housing movement. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, um, uh, gather is actually funded on a per member basis. You know, there's a, a suggested donation to the, to the effort on a per member basis to help support that, uh, Mosaic is actually free. Um, oh, wow. And so um, it's, but and the, the needs of publishing an app um, in, the Andro in the Android store, the Apple store are quite ex extensive in an app. So I'm not surprised at all that they don't have an app. Okay, that makes sense. So um, and do either of them have a way of tracking dues or bills or payments or, oh, anything? or they like both reimbursement? Do. They both do. Okay. Yeah, they both do. Yes. Um, you can, um, our uh, accountant person, <laughs> it will be logging into the, to that module and trying to see all the behind, but yes, they all support um, basic accounting for um, dues, meals, reimbursement for meals, um, those are the two big ones that come to mind, but yes, they all have the accounting stuff in there. Okay, cool. And then do they have kind of like a message board function? You know, like I think about like a big, big cork board in the common house where you could just post a Yes, absolutely. The, um, uh, uh, I'll just talk about mosaic. Mm -hmm. Um, mosaic is really great. It has a, uh, it has a bulletin board. It's got, well, when you want the members log in, log in, there's a, what you call a news feed. Oh, on nice. the homepage. And so as people post new things, they're at the top of the list and then they roll off app as more and more stuff comes in. So you first thing you log in, you'll see messages, you know, you know, all this sort of new stuff. You can post stuff there for a quick as a quick thing. Yeah. Um, there's also a bulletin board on the login page. Um, I haven't explored much, but you can make and put memos there. You don't even have, you know, don't even have, you have to be, they have to be careful with it because you know, anybody can post anything there. It's not a login. Yeah, thing, but, yeah, it's external. But you can, but you can post. You you can schedule things from within the site that will appear on the bulletin board on the public bulletin board. Okay, so we can put. So some, if you want to, you know, for, like a welcome visitors, message, or yeah, exactly. If visitors like, came by, you can post things to visitors who happen to stumble upon the stumble upon the site. Well, you know what I really like, Phil. I noticed so I logged on and I noticed that on the calendar function. It has everyone's birthdays and it has our community events. And I noticed that our Christmas party is on the same day as one of our teens' uh, birthdays. And I was like, oh, that's fun. Like, I wouldn't have put that together necessarily in my brain. You know, I could have looked at the roster and found the birthday. And I do know when the Christmas party is, but I wouldn't have put it together in that same way. So I really like that it does 
it does the essential function of kind of bringing together, um, you know, community life in one digital place. Exactly. And it's, um, um, what I, and well, just, you mentioned birthdays just as a, uh, as one of the things that I, I really liked about this is that they are sensitive enough to, uh, um, about birthdays mm-hmm. that, um, member you know family family members can decide whether or not they want any individual's birthday even available to the group nice or anything and they 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 also allow for just rather than no year okay <laughs> so, <laughs> nice well i mean there there are certain you know there are certain people who don't want to, people but I, I was thinking more along the line of children's um, yeah children's ages and stuff is I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be extra caught careful around those types of issues. Well, yeah. So let's talk about kids. Cause you were like, Hey, do you want your girls, you know, included or not? And I definitely do because they, they call on community members all the time for things that they need. So it'd be useful for them to be able to, um, you know, have access. And I noticed actually that their phone numbers aren't in there and I would, I'm going to go in and add their phone numbers because they also, um, you know, our community is, is our backup people for things too. <laughs> you know, like if, right. if something happens, like the, I, we need, we need people to be able to reach out to the girls. Um, but so did they have kind of, you can turn off on or off any piece of information I take it. So if I had like a, a seven-year-old, I might feel differently than a 15-year-old. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I haven't gotten to that level of specificity yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but we'll, but, uh, I, I, I would expect, well, let me just, I could, as we speak, I will look. <laughs> no, and um, so what was your, I mean, you can turn on or off the birthday. What was the other question? Like you phone had? numbers or anything. I guess you could just not put it in, right? You can just, right, just not put it in. Okay. Yeah. It cool. doesn't seem to be that level of specificity about a phone number or an email um, mm-hmm. being um, public or private. Um, but it, uh, but it does, but um, you just don't put it in. If a parent doesn't want their, a phone number and just don't post it. Yeah, just don't post it. Because they'll so, have I mean, it. The other one I was thinking of, so uh, the first community that we lived in in Colorado had this very lovely system for uh, work days. And you would come mm-hmm. in the morning and there were little tiny pieces of paper with tasks written on them in a basket. And then there was an empty basket next to that. And so you picked your piece of paper, read your task, did your task, and then put the piece of paper in the, uh, in the done basket, which... was lovely, but I assume that there's some like maybe more digital way to do this or some way of like posting, like we need, you know, this, this shrub needs to be trimmed. Could somebody do this? And then some way of tracking that kind of participation in the community. There's a way of track. Yes, there is. Um, Again, um, I'm, I'm in the work module now, as we speak, I'm looking, trying to find out. Yeah. And there are, there's, there's a lot in here. Um, so yes, there's a way to post things um, and get credit for doing them, okay, and cool. so you know that they're done. I mean, this be down. This this will this is part of what we were speaking about earlier. In that, you know, both and this is the kind of thing I would love to both and this kind of thing. Big projects. We're going to have a major work day, and we're going to do that sort of thing. We schedule. We put up there, and then for others, maybe there's just. There's also a need for a, a post-it notes on a bulletin board and some just goes by and says, yeah, I'll just some grab some things and put them in. Yeah. And they're little small 15, 20, you know, change the light bulbs in the guest room. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to schedule 15 minutes of time as a task, but that's a perfect task just to do on a paper basis. Yes. Okay. And so whatever this will do, if, if, if the, but if the community wants to tag the, the light bulb changing tasks and track them electronically, we can do that or we can do both and just do some by paper. And well, I would, I would hazard a guess that over the life of this community, we will do both. Like some years we will be very like regimented and everything will go into that. Yep. And then other years it'll be like paper and then everybody will complain that things are going to anyway. Well, I that's guess. what's great about, that's what I like about co-housing is that things aren't necessarily always etched in stone forever. Yeah. It's a community. It's more my, I keep, I got, I, I fell into the trap of, of thinking business, business thinking about mm -hmm. rules and regulations and tasks. And you have to specify all this at the outset, because this is how we're going to do it. Where in reality, it's more like a home where it's yeah. like, okay, we're going to do this for a while. And then you know, these sort of things change as, and that's what I've seen is that things will change and, Sometimes we'll have, we'll want something's digital and sometimes they'll be analog and it will work out as needs, as it needs to be. That's awesome. All right. Let's end on that note. That sounds a very lovely landing place, Phil. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, I hope that was helpful to people. And I hope that if you are looking at um, co-housing specific platforms, I'll put in the show notes, the link to both gather and, um, mosaic and see if that helps some people out. Thanks for stopping by today. We're so glad you clicked on our episode. For more information about our project, Cohousing Houston, go to www.cohousinghouston.com and subscribe to our newsletter. For general information about cohousing, we like cohousing.org. We're active on social media, so check out what's happening on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Cohousing Houston.